Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Somebody I've been trying to get a hold of in the radio station with me for quite a while, second generation chiropractor, Dr. Taylor Pascal. Welcome, Doc. Doc, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Doc. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, so Dr. Pascal and I have been working together for about six months. Yeah, going on it. He joined the team here, and he's just added so much to what we're able to do here in the office, being a second-generation chiropractor. And uh, I went to, actually went to school with your dad, right? Yeah, small world, huh? Just last, over there at Palmer. Last century, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have some young blood here. And uh, we were just li- listening to that song, um, Spinning Wheel by Blood, Sweat, and Tears, you know. And as I look at the life cycle of people, you know, we're, we're brought into this world by whatever means, whatever family, whatever environment. And we have this amazing innate ability to survive despite all of the things that come our way. And um, as time goes on and we're kind of going up to that, you know, point in our life where we've maybe reached our peak performance, then we may start to go down towards the other side. You know, Um, there's so many factors that can be addressed that can actually change that rise up and also maintain it before it starts to, we start to succumb and go down. So that's what we do here in the office. Um, you know, our goal is there's three different stressors basically that we address. The only three stressors there are are a mental, of course, physical. This has to do with the body and the nervous system, you know, falling off of roofs. Uh, car accidents, sports, that kind of thing, sitting for too long, and then the chemistry. And as you know, I've talked about so many times that 250,000 tons of toxins are dumped on the planet every year. And our body has to not only be able to um, absorb these, but also be able to detoxify them quickly out of our body. And thank God for our liver We'd have a much harder time. But, uh, Doc, you've been, uh, you know, why don't you tell me your story, kind of, you know, your first adjustment, why you decided to go into this profession, and then, you know, what what motivates you to keep showing up every day? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, So I, I got started early with my father being a chiropractor. I was adjusted when I was 20 minutes old. Wow. Uh, and my, my sister was an hour old. She got checked immediately, didn't need it for that first hour. Huh. Um, so I was fortunate enough to to get started in life with my nervous system free of interference. You know, when yeah. we have a young developing brain, we need those communication pathways open. So I attribute, uh, you know, my good health uh, to 
being um, under chiropractic care for a lifetime. So I'm very fortunate to have grown up in this. Uh, you know, growing up in my father's office, I actually didn't think I was going to go into chiropractic, even though I was always an advocate, um, always, you know, referred my friends to, you know, Dr. Glenn McWhorter over here locally, yeah. uh, since my dad's practicing over in North Carolina still. Um, and, you know, playing football, chiropractic kept me on the field. It was incredible, man. I was in there religiously, you yeah. know. Uh, but after a couple football injuries, two shoulder surgeries, I thought, okay, I'm pretty good with my hands. I'll go into orthopedic surgery, you know, wow. um, decided it was time to hang up the cleats at that point after the second surgery, finished my degrees. Um, that's when I got back in my dad's office and we, mm -hmm. doc, I, we see it all the time in here. We had so many patients coming in saying, Hey docs, get me as good as I can be. I got this surgery scheduled. I just want to recover faster afterwards. And they, you know, get under our care, specific chiropractic, some neurologic work. They go in for their pre-op and the surgeon's like, there's nothing for me to do. We don't need the surgery. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, that's when it really clicked again for me. It's like, okay, instead of performing these surgeries, why don't we prevent them, you know, or at worst case, postpone them. You know, yeah. we talk about all the time with the, the corrective care we do here and with the that awesome TRT machine that we have, that even if we're just postponing surgery three, mm -hmm. five years, those medical advancements, those those um, improvements in the surgical procedures that, uh, you know, these people can get even better results and better quality of life, even if we're just putting that off. So, yeah. Uh, it was a no-brainer. Went to Palmer after I finished uh, over at San Jose State in kinesiology and never looked back. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And, you know, it's really kind of crazy because we have uh, seen cases, I, you know, from the womb to the tomb, we so to speak. Absolutely. You know, and, you know the, yeah. we, we adjust babies here, um, not as much as I would like to. Um, different times of my career, we've seen a lot more kids. You know, it's just getting the word out that they should be checked. And, you know, these people listening know my story. I fell out of a tree and broke my back when I was 12. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when I talk to people about checking their kids, they go, well, they're young. Why would they need to be checked? Sure. Or I have patients go, oh, yeah, I fell out. I got in a car accident, but that was 40 years ago, as though nothing happened. Right. So what do you find when you're checking these people that come in with ancient or age-old injuries? Yeah, that's uh, that's always an interesting topic because people think that if they're not sore after a car accident or if there's not a lot of damage to the car then that means there's not a lot of damage to the body right but how often do we take those x-rays uh, because we always do our due diligence yeah and if we're not actually seeing it we're guessing right so we take those x-rays and say all right well when'd you have that whiplash injury you know when'd you injure your back you know that the damage to the car is no indication of the damage to the body. And we only need to be going eight miles an hour to sustain a spinal injury in a car accident. Wow. So it's really important that we address that as soon as possible because as we know, long before we grow into pain syndromes or other conditions, we typically have longstanding structural, structural and functional issues and it takes time to grow into those problems. So if we can use chiropractic in a, in a preventative measure, keep the spine moving, keep it aligned, keep the brain connected to the body, we're going to be better off in reaching that full genetic human potential that we're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and as we think about that arch, if you start on the left and you go up and then you get to the top of the belt curve and start going down to the right, the one thing when we were talking about that the other day, 
um, to some patients in a, in one of our education meetings that we do. Uh, we were talking about, you know, you're one of the, the coaches that I've had along the way always said you're either green or growing or ripe and rotting, you know, and it's kind of that you get up to that point as a pro athlete or, you know, as a, a parent or just as a human being that you get to that point where you're starting to go down the other side. Mm-hmm. You're waking up. You don't quite have the vim and vigor that you used to have. But one thing that you said, because um, I've just been playing with this arch, and you said this the other day. You remember what you were talking about with that? Yeah, talking about that arch. Now, we all have kind of a predetermined genetic potential, right? Right. And now what we're finding with the current literature is that there's this whole concept of epigenetics, yeah. right? Where um, our lifestyle, the the thoughts, traumas, and toxins that impact our body, that's really what's going to determine which genes express themselves and which don't, right? Yeah. And that's going to play a huge role in how high on that arch we get, right? Mm-hmm. Where's that pinnacle of our life where we reach our full potential? Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is get that as high as we can so that in the later stages of life, that decline is is slower, is less drastic. And, you know, if we're lucky when it's time for us to leave this physical plane, that's mm-hmm. abrupt and of natural causes, right? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I'd be ideal just not to wake up one day. Absolutely. I always think of George Burns, you know, lived to be 105, smoked cigars and drank alcohol every day and had a great time, made people laugh all the way. And uh, that kind of just brings me to our favorite new vitamin, vitamin G, which, you know, a lot of people haven't known about this vitamin. It's probably one of the most important ones on the planet, the most important ones that you can uh, take. And the problem is that there's a scarcity of it. Even though it's available everywhere, nobody knows how to consume this amazing vitamin. And uh, by taking just the vitamin G, you can extend your life dramatically. So what is that vitamin G? That's gratitude, Doc. Gratitude. Absolutely. You know, uh, gratitude, it just turns on the right hormones. It really does. And I I love the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. He's got some fantastic uh, publications. And he shows that our thoughts literally change the cell membrane, Yeah, you know, with that that Mm -hmm. hormonal and chemical cascade. And so it is mind over matter. Yeah, Our thoughts are so important. Yeah. And it's so, you know, um, and even... um, I'm forgetting the guy's name right now, but talking about the cell health, you know, and the cell membrane health. If you take a, a healthy cell, or, and they did this in a Petri dish, you take healthy cells and you put them in a Petri dish and feed them nutrients, they will grow. You take those same cells and put them in an unhealthy environment, they immediately start to die. Yeah, they do. And you take those same cells and put them in a healthy environment again, and they will start to flourish and prosper. Mm-hmm. So the stressors, again... Physical, chemical, and emotional. That's right. We find um, so many people that come into our office come in so thinking that we're going to heal them, thinking that we are, quote, healers, unquote, and that somebody else is doing something to their body. But down to the core of our profession, where do we need to help people understand what's happening here? That's a conversation we have, you know, with our table talk with patients daily, right? Yeah. Multiple times a day. It, you know, these bodies we have, they're designed to heal themselves. Yeah. And what did BJ Palmer say? 
Nature needs no help, just no interference, right? And that healing process is guided by the brain and the nervous system. And Mm -hmm. when we have those spinal misalignments, that affects the communication between the brain and the body. It keeps us in a parasympathetic stress response where the body's not able to shift out of a stress response and into a restful healing state. So, you know, people might say, oh, that was a quick visit. Well, you know, we can be efficient, and when we know what we're looking for, we can find it and correct it quickly, but the body's got to do the heavy lifting. We've got to do that healing in between our visits. That's when the magic really happens. Yeah, it's amazing. I Just the other day, I, I came and I, halfway through the day, I said, hey, doc, you got to check uh, one bone in my spine. I wanted him to check one particular of the 24 vertebra because I was feeling uh, that the the stress of my life, we all have stresses. And they get, you know, they affect us at different times. And I said, I really need to get this checked. And so you check what vertebra on me. That's the atlas. That's that top bone of the neck where the where the head meets the neck. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to, those of you that are uh, listening on the air won't be able to see this, but um, I have a spine, uh, a spinal thing in front of us called the neuropathylator and the very top bone in the neck you can see that the, when I press that nerve that comes out of there, the whole um, autonomic nervous system turns on. It starts to, it actually controls every organ in your body, your whole, whole hormone system. And uh, what's, what's amazing is when you're in a car accident or you're, you bump your head or you slip and fall off your bike or just learning to walk, we hit our head so many times. In fact, I believe the statistics are that 60% of us have, by the time we're six months old, have fallen off of a height three and a half feet or higher, and we land on our head because it's the heaviest. It's usually rolling off a changing table, you know, something like that. We hit our head, and but the amount of traumas that we receive up at that head, neck, and interface right there is tremendous, and the amount of scar tissue that um, is uh, accumulated over time can affect all of our growth factors. It can affect everything. And that's because it's this little two ounce ring sitting underneath this eight to 10 pound bowling ball that we have as a head, right? And every nerve in the body has to pass through there because every organ in the body is connected to the, the one under our hat, right? Our brain. Yeah. And so not only is it the most important area of the spine as it pertains to our neurology and our biomechanics, it's also the most delicate. You know, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no discs. There's yeah. no interlocking joints. We have the most motion. Mm-hmm. We can get into all the fluid dynamics that are up there. But when our head's not on straight, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. it really dims that potential that we have to express life the way we're supposed to. Absolutely. And, you know, it's amazing what happens. And I, I this kind of, we got into this because, you know, I wanted one bone adjusted. That's right. And, you know, you went and evaluated me. You put me on my side and we have this little drop piece and boom. Within a split second, you had reestablished proper communication from above my neck all the way to the rest of my body. And then I laid there for maybe a few minutes to let it sink in. Mm-hmm. And then I got up and I was walking around. What I tell you? Yeah, you said that worked. I feel better. All that tension and anxiety was dissipating. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, we really care about taking care of people. Um, and sometimes people, feel like, well, more time equals a better treatment. 
And sometimes that's true, but sometimes the body doesn't need all that. That's right. You know, and I, I was talking to, to somebody one time and they said, well, you know, I came in here and, you know, you were with me for, you know, a minute and then you left, you know, and I have to pay X amount of money for that. And he goes, what the heck? I go, well, look at it this way. Let's say you had a refrigerator that wasn't working right. You call the refrigerator repairman in. The guy came in. He was there for five minutes. He turned a little screw and said, here's your bill for 300 bucks and, and was about to leave. You go, wait a minute. You just showed up for a house call for five minutes and you're charging me $300. He goes, oh, excuse me. Let me see the bill. <clears throat> house call, five bucks. Knowing what true screw to turn, $295. That's right. So, you know, and... You know, it's not about the money, but it's about knowing how to free up the innate intelligence that is our body's key ability to heal itself. That's absolutely right. And that's the goal of chiropractic is, yeah. is figure out where we have that interference in normal body function and remove it. And that's the service that we provide. Yeah. You know, and BJ Palmer said, find it, adjust it and leave it alone. Set it and forget it. Adjust it and trust it. <laughs> that's right. So that's pure chiropractic. You know? Now, we do have, um, you know, a few other things. Like sometimes we need to stretch the body out a little bit. We have this amazing, and you touched on it, our, our stem cell machine. So I'm going to take just a second and talk about that. So the um, soft wave therapy machine is... Uh, it's from Germany. It's based off of something called lithotripsy. And lithotripsy has been in the United States for about 20 years. It's what they use to blow up kidney stones with sound. It's pure sound. And so you go into the hospital. They focus this um, pencil point type sound wave right at the kidney stone. It will blow it up. And then, you know, your body's able to excrete out those little pieces of calcium. So that's pretty cool. Well, they started to realize that they could broaden the beam and actually bring in your body's own healing uh, um, process. So it's like these stem cells that are lying dormant in your body. A lot of them are in your long bone. Um, there's always a certain amount flowing around in your bloodstream. And when you have an injury, they are called to that injury to help heal it. And stem cells, of course, can then become any cell in the body. In fact, it was really interesting. I don't know if you were remember or were here or privy to this, but a guy came in last week who said, I worked on the original lithotripsy machine wow. 20, 25 years ago. He worked on the motherboard, the, the uh, electronics board that actually created the original um, lithotripsy machines for the hospitals. Wow. And he goes, I never had got to see one work. I found out about yours. I've got a shoulder problem. I'd love to get, check this thing out. So it was really fun, full circle to be able to give this guy uh, a treatment based on something that he'd been, uh, he'd put together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. He'll be in again this week. But anyway, we have a $49 special for you to come in and check it out. Um, it's, uh, it's, that includes an x-ray of the area and, uh, a treatment consultation, kind of dig in to find out what is going on. A lot of times people have had surgeries. Uh, sometimes it's just chronic injuries. 
It can be an, even an acute injury. But, Doc, this is new to you since you've been here. What do you see uh, this adding to our ability to help people reach their potential? Yeah, it's really fantastic technology. The, the treatment times are, are quick and efficient, and we're really able to hone in on that specific tissue that needs support. And I think my favorite part of the stem cell therapy is it's so congruent with what we do chiropractically. Yes. Yeah. We're not really treating a specific disease or condition or injury, we're facilitating the body's own ability to heal itself, right? Yeah. That's what we do. And it's so cool seeing all these people come in in so much pain and seeing them walk out with less pain, better function. But I think the best part isn't that immediate relief that so many people get right off the bat, but the long-term effects of that tissue healing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, chiropractic works. Um, we work on the nerves of the body. We work on the, um, the large joints, which affect the spinal nerves as they leave the body. You have 31 on each side, and they go to 75 trillion cells, so they split once or twice. The stem cell machine works on a microscopic level. It works on a cellular level. So that sound comes in at 3,355 miles an hour. And if the cell wall is damaged, it will disrupt it and cause early death of that cell wall. Or maybe even, um, it should have, the cell should have died a long time ago because cells have a, have a, a programmed lifespan. And then at the end of that program lifespan, they're supposed to die. It's called apoptosis. But because of the confusions of a lot of the chemicals that we've got in our body um, have disrupted our endocrine system, our hormones, disrupted our brain, They um, the chemicals get through something called the blood-brain barrier, uh, especially glyphosate, and these things, they blow it up. And then the heavy metals mold and hidden infections get into the brain, but they can affect this pituitary gland, the master gland. And then the hormones can't function as well as they should be. So some of these programmed cell deaths don't occur. These cells lay around being called senescent. They've done their job. They're just sitting around being senile and they're like a, a an apple. A, you have a bowl of apples and one turns rotten. That's a senescent cell. And our bodies are not able to break them down like they used to. So they sit there and rot, and rot the whole bunch of apples. So we're able to help uh, target those in different areas of the body and bring in new stem cells so they can grow new tissue. So that's one of the, the real cool scientific parts of the machine. Yeah, it's uh, been pretty amazing seeing, you know, even people that think that there's no hope for them to regain uh, a pain-free quality of life. And they might've had multiple spinal surgeries yep. or, or surgeries elsewhere. And we take their x-rays and we see all the hardware in their spine and, mm -hmm. and, and they walk out of here a different person. Yeah. yeah. I know it's pretty remarkable. We had a, a, just today, a guy that we saw yesterday, 10 out of 10 for three months, 24 seven. He said when he left uh, the other day, he was out of, or yesterday he was out of pain for, zero pain for a while it started to come back but you know we have to work on all of the other factors but the fact that we found a natural way only sound mm -hmm. it's pure sound mm -hmm. going into the body it's like star trek you know that that tricor that that bones used to use back in the day back in the day in the future right and uh so it's pretty remarkable so when we have 
patients come into our office. And by the way, come in $49 special, 831-459-9990. If in that discussion we find out that we can't help you, we won't charge you for just sitting down and having a consultation. We may decide that the stem cell thing isn't right for you at this time. And we might talk about doing just looking at the chiropractic aspect. But at any point until we decide to move forward, we're more than happy just to talk to you about what we see and not charge you for our opinion about what, whether or not our natural health care here at McCollum Family Chiropractic can help you or not. Yeah, that's right. You know, we, we are trying to, to help more people. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people walking around that uh, aren't under care, not just in yes. this office, but in any office and are dealing with ailments yeah. or, you know, just mm-hmm. not reaching their full potential. And, and that's, that's why we're here. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. You know, when you think about it, this is what really blows me away. Only 8% of the U.S. population go to a chiropractor on any kind of regular basis. Yeah, and I think that predominantly is people when they get a flare-up, right? I think it's closer to... 2% 2% of people that actually have a future appointment scheduled. Really? Know? Wow. Yeah, but, you know, when we're talking about catching things before they manifest and before we, uh, you know, develop a, a pain syndrome or a condition, chiropractic works best in a preventative fashion. Just yeah. like we brush our teeth whether or not we have a dental cavity, mm-hmm. right? I, there's a lot of parallels that I like to draw between dental hygiene and spinal hygiene. Where yeah. By the time we're feeling that cavity, it's been manifesting for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these conditions as they relate to nerve interference due to misalignments in the spine are very similar. Yeah. And you know what? I, I always say you can live without a tooth, but you can't live without a spinal nerve. That's that's definitely true. And I, I do think that if our spine was on our face, like our <laughs> smile, yeah. people might take a little better care of it. Yeah. So the dentistry has done a great job of getting people to actually be responsible for and take care of their teeth. Yeah, they have. For most people. There's still a lot of people that don't or they have, you know, different types of issues that have to be addressed. But they do say, all of the science does say that 85% of all disease starts in the mouth. Yeah, it's incredible the correlation that our dental hygiene has with our overall expression of health. Yeah, and so that's so important. But, you know, we've done such a terrible job um as a society on educating people about their spine and spinal health. So often when people come in here in 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, they have never been to a chiropractor. They look at our explanation of what's going on with their spine. We show them their own x-rays. We talk about the conditions. We usually can even um, tell them, it looks like you had a whiplash injury about 15 to 25 years ago. What happened? And they their face just goes white. And they look at you and go, yeah, I was in high school or, you know, and then we go, we show them that that never healed correctly. And we can show how that, you know, basically we have uh, different spinal segments here that can show how um, long an injury has been there. So this is for those of you that are going to watch this on the um, YouTube. This is a normal disc bone or disc bone disc. This is one that's just been starting to become damaged. And then we see this one that looks like a used pencil eraser. Now, I know that anybody under 25 probably doesn't know what a pencil is or what a used up pencil eraser looks like. But it's starting to get uh, a lot of spurs. 
the nerve, the hole in the nerve comes out, it's getting choked off. And then finally you get fusion, which means that it's really difficult for us to help you with that segment. But you still have 23 movable segments left. So, you know, it's never too late to get your spine checked to make sure that your nervous system is working well. That's absolutely right. And we, we talk about it in a preventative fashion. And we mentioned adjusting little babies and kiddos, right? And, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about is making sure that the spine is moving, that the nervous system is interference free because it only takes the weight of a dime mm-hmm. on a spinal nerve to change that impulse. Yeah. To, which is going to alter the function of whatever tissues those 31 pairs of spinal nerves are supplying, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. One of my favorite stories for an infant is this, uh, and it's outside and it's written up out there, but this uh, mother came in one day carrying this little baby that couldn't be any bigger than a water bottle. And the baby was just squirming and crying and squirming and crying. Well, the story was that they were from back east. I think they lived back in the Midwest. I can't remember exactly where, but the family was being transferred out here to one of the, the private schools. And the the um, the daughters and the husband had come out first. The mother was pregnant and couldn't travel because she was having trouble with the pregnancy. Well, after the family had moved out here, the mom gave birth 12 weeks prematurely to this wow. baby. I mean, the chance of life was very slim. But the baby developed. She was able to move out here six weeks later. But the baby was so distraught that when she bought the baby, and it was literally could almost, I have a picture of her out in our office, barely hold in my two hands put together. She was so tiny. And she was wiggling and squirming so much. And the mother looked like death warm over. She goes, I haven't slept since this baby's been born. She's been so um, distraught. Do you think you can help her? And I'm sitting there going, uh, I sure as heck hope I can, you know. And I said, well, let me just tell you, if the baby's got any interference with the nervous system and I find that and remove it, the likelihood is the body's going to do what it's supposed to do or the innate intelligence of that baby is going to come through and the baby will start to get its normal life back. So I put, had the mom life down. And then the baby, I put the, the baby on the mom's chest like we would normally do. Baby's squirming and squirming and squirming. And I just feel right below the, if you go to the ears and go back, there's a bump that's the beginning of the skull called the mastoid process. I went right below that. And on the right side, the bone was sticking out. That atlas. That, yeah, atlas. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that before that manages all of the, um, parasympathetic rest and relax organs of the body and the whole system. And it was sticking out to the right. I went, Oh my God. And when I touched it, the baby just even was squirreling more. And so I just said, okay, I'm just going to hold this spot for a minute. And I put a little pressure on it. And literally the baby took a deep breath in, (laughs) excuse me, a deep breath in, let the breath out and fell asleep. Yeah. First time in the baby's life that it had done that. The mom's sitting there looking up at me, scared to death. Like, what'd you do to my baby? Right. You know, I go, she goes, I go, it looks like she's asleep. Adeline, that's the daughter's name. And she goes, well, what do I do? And I go, why don't you go home and take a nap? Yeah. So the mom literally picked the baby up. I said, just go. Don't even stop at the front desk. Just 
get in the car, go home and put this baby down. I'm busy, busy, busy adjusting people. And about an hour and a half later, I get this call. The front desk, who's never supposed to interrupt you or me when we're treating anybody, because that's our focus, says, Dr. McCollum, I, I need you to come talk to Adeline's mom. I'm going, oh, no, what's going on? She goes, she's crying and she's on the phone. Okay, so I excuse myself from the patient. I go and pick up the phone, and the mother's basically crying almost hysterically. And I go, what's going on? She goes, my baby's still asleep. I don't know what to do. I just, again, I just felt so full of love. And, you know, and I just said, just lie down and take a nap. And that girl came in, and she's, uh, I have pictures of her just robust and her, you know, just a really healthy young lady and then they ended up moving out of town again but i mean that was one of the i mean we've treated tons of kids in fact on our my youtube channel dr duncan mccollum you can see recently me doing that same similar thing with some twins and uh one of them soon as i touch her she fell asleep and uh what's your experience been yeah, I've, I've uh, seen a lot of perinatal and pediatrics uh, uh-huh. since I've been in practice. And, you know, the, the little kiddos, they respond the best, don't they? Yeah. The quickest because they, they can't don't talk. They can't talk, so you can, they can't be SEO, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they don't have the built up stressors of life that, that we, you know, that adds on and, and burdens the body as we go through life on this planet. And so they tend to, to respond so well mm-hmm. and they get into that parasympathetic restful healing state so quick you know those common things that you're talking about colic right but constipation and diarrhea ear infections torticollis latching and nursing issues those Mm -hmm. are kind of the the bread and butter that you know we would see babies for chiropractically yeah as opposed to you know the uh, preventative basis which is always better to stop it before it develops into a problem. But yeah. it's some of the most, most rewarding work that we do. And, you know, when you, you're talking about how fatigued and exhausted that mom was and mm-hmm. how uncomfortable that baby was, when you change the trajectory of, of a baby's life, you change the trajectory of that whole family right. for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And it's just incredibly rewarding work. You gave me chills with that. <laughs> I get chills every time I, I talk about it too. And, you know, but, Thanks again for bringing up the trajectory, because that's what we're talking about, that arch of life. You start at the beginning. Now, that kid could have continued to suffer Mm -hmm. with that kind of problem up here. She probably would have had uh, lung issues, digestive disorders, stomach issues. And, you know, how high up is up when your body's already coming out of the chute, so to speak, with all of those strikes against it? Sure. And so that baby's ability to function in the world was tremendously improved. And I, it wasn't me. All I did was find a bone that was out of place because I were trained to do that. That's right. And then, you know, and I just touched it for a minute and the innate intelligence knew what to do. Yeah. We're not healers. We're facilitators. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do when you out there listening to us come in, you know, we're going to, do whatever we can to see if your body has, I'm going to rephrase that because I was going to say, if your body has the ability to heal itself, we know it does. We just have to oftentimes convince you (laughs) that your body does have that power. In fact, you know, one of the hardest things to imagine, and I've mentioned this a couple of times in the last few shows is whoever your doctor is right now, whether it's me 
uh, acupuncturist, a pediatrician, an orthopedist, a neurologist, whoever, ask them for a referral. Ask them to refer you to the best physician who ever lived. Just say, I want to go to a better doctor than you. And, you know, you might seem like you're kind of being conceited or uh, asking for the um, un unavailable. But that greatest physician who ever lived is lives right inside of you right now. And you have all of the ability and all the facilities you need to get well. We just have to find somebody who knows how to look for interferences and remove them for you. That's right. That's the role of the nervous system and the body is to adapt and heal, right? Yeah. It's all about adaptation. We talk about those stressors, the, the physical, the chemical, and the psychological or mental, emotional, right? Which mm -hmm. I think might be at the top right now, as far as what's, what stressors are burdening people, maybe the chemical as well, mm -hmm. but bringing it back to babies, you imagine even a normal smooth birthing process, the forces and the torsion mm -hmm. that mom and baby are under. Right? Yeah. And if we aren't able to get, get that corrected, mm -hmm. if there's an issue, you know, in the spine, it is going to change that trajectory, right? There was a study several years ago that looked at a thousand newborns and 95% of them had misalignments mm -hmm. in the upper neck, in that most delicate, most important part of the spine. What's yeah. that doing to their trajectory? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of times that journey down the birth canal, there is pressure um, and then there's, of course, the cesareans, which I think 33% of all hospital births are cesareans now, if not higher. And more force than a traditional vaginal delivery. Yeah. yeah. But there's actually a, a reason that for a vaginal delivery, because right. what happens is that head is pushed down that birth canal. It starts to push all of the fluid in the body down towards the feet and your head goes through the chute and it's like a tube of toothpaste. You start at the top and you just push it all the way down. It basically is turning on the life process and turning on the cells. That's a, my own rendition of it. Yeah. It also helps set those cranial and facial bones. As we go through that canal, we yeah. have all these uh, just divine uh, primitive, you know, infantile movement reflexes that yeah. help the baby go through that canal and not to mention the, the seeding of the baby's gut and microbiome yep. it gets from mom from passing through that canal. Right. Right. So mom's entire immune system is at work protecting that baby throughout the pregnancy. And then as the baby goes down through the birth canal, all of the bacteria and various viruses and things, the, the antibodies, your mom, the mom has developed towards those for those are um, impressed on the on the baby as it's coming down that canal. That's right. So that is key because, and then they drink the first mother's milk, which has a colostrum in it, which mm -hmm. also has an immunity based on the environment. Mm -hmm. Just like if you uh, get bees honey or bee pollen from local bees, you'll be less likely to have allergens to the local flowers. But if you get bee pollen from Nigeria, the chances are you're, it's not going to be as effective. That's right. Versus a hospital birth that isn't coming down the birth canal, a cesarean, the first bacteria you're exposed to is what's hanging out on the walls of the, in the hospital or in blowing through the circulatory systems of the hospital. That's right. Which can't be very good. 
can't be very good. Luckily, a lot of um, professionals are catching on to this seeding that the mother's supposed to do for the yeah. baby's microbiome, and even in a cesarean section, kind of swabbing and you know wiping hmm. that on the baby really? so they can get that initial uh, initial start like they're supposed to. That's great. You see, Doctor. Uh, Pascal is, you know, in the childbearing years, he and his wife, where I'm, you know, waiting for my first grandparent. So I don't know, I'm grandchild. So I don't yeah. know all the new stuff they're doing. Well, I won't be bearing them, but, uh, yeah, Jess will be. Uh, okay. Add to the family. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, what's really cool is when we do a show like this, I have no idea where we're going. Um, even when I do them by myself, as I've told you, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. And I always think that. It's better for me to just kind of go from above down inside out. Whatever is coming down, just like the body heals. I something's tell, telling me that there's somebody out there. It might be one person that needs to hear it. Oftentimes, I'm talking to myself, sure, because I need to hear this again. Because sure. I always need to be able to be inspired to know that I'm not going down the other side yet. I still have way too many creative things I want to do. Yeah. So um, I appreciate it. So it's kind of fun just kind of throwing thoughts around and we never even thought we'd be talking about kids today. Absolutely. It's, it's been a great time so far and uh, you know, you just got to go with the flow. Right. And sometimes the, the best way to learn is to teach. Yeah. I say, right. I, you kind of mentioned it uh, when you were talking about adjusting these babies, but I did want to touch on how different it is delivering a manual adjustment to an adolescent or an adult <laughs> compared to a child right? yeah. or, or a newborn. Um, would you say it's about the, the pressure that you'd use to see if an avocado is ripe when we adjust yeah. these babies, right? That's, because, that's pretty good. Because they don't have this muscle tone. They don't have the stress. Their bones aren't even ossified, right? It's all yeah. cartilage. So yeah. it doesn't take much to to remove that interference by nudging the bone in the right direction. Yeah. And even when we do, a, you know, a heavier-handed, you might say, manual adjustment on adults, we see these TikTok cracking compilations right Very. people love those we're not bone crackers right no. it's not even the bones that are cracking we yeah. know that that's just gas bubbles in the joint fluid making uh-huh. that sound that people either love or they hate but yeah it's totally different uh when we're adjusting a, a newborn compared to really any other population but mm-hmm. the key is is specificity right the, the detailed analysis and and chiropractic is specific or it's nothing yeah, you know, sometimes uh, people go, well, you only adjusted three parts of my body today or three bones in my body. And I go, well, that's all that your innate intelligence couldn't handle today. Sometimes, you know, that's all they can handle. Sometimes that's all they need. You yeah. know, the rule of thumb is kind of look for any excuse not to adjust, right? Yeah. Because that means that we're adapting. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think about these spinal misalignments, it's easy to um to kind of frame it when we have an injury or a postural issue, right? People get that. If we have a slip and a fall, how that's going to occur. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, though, since the nervous system is that that electrical wiring of the body, I like to relate that to like the electrical wiring of the house, right? Mm-hmm. The spine is our circuit breaker like we've got in the back. And if we were in this room and we were to plug in a bunch of appliances on the same circuit, well, what's the building going to do? It's going to blow this circuit to preserve the electrical function of the rest of the building. Yeah. Our body's the same way. And those appliances are stressors. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the body can't adapt to those stressors and it has to blow a fuse and that's in the spine. Right. So if we can 
replace that fuse, hopefully reduce some of the stressors, that's going to improve the body's adaptability so that it can function and heal the way it's designed to. Yeah, and I'll give you a really good example of that. I've had um, a few times in my life really bad food poisoning, you know, just to the point where I'm doubled over, just everything is going every which way. Sure. And my stomach or what have you, but I get a really bad backache out of it. Mm -hmm. Like there's one part of my back that's just on fire and that's the nerve from the stomach going to that segment of the spine blowing that circuit breaker now that might make sense to somebody out there you might have experienced the same thing so anytime you're trying to fix just switching slightly on that anytime we're ever trying to fix or help a body overcome organic problems as far as organ problems and stuff we could you know, people come in and go, what supplement can I take for my stomach or my liver or, you know, any of these various things? And sure, you want to make sure you have the right nutrients there. But if you're missing one thing, nothing's going to help. That's right. And the supplementation, the absorption, the digestion, it's always going to be more effective if we have a proper nerve supply. Absolutely. And that, that's why the nervous system has to be the foundation, mm-hmm. at least a foundation of our wellness journey, right? yeah. which is always a process. Yeah. I'm, you know, I've been under chiropractic since I was 20. So I didn't get the benefit of an adjustment. Both my kids all, you know, they got adjusted the day sure. they were born, probably within minutes, mm-hmm. you know, for me sitting there looking at my daughter, probably I had to be slapped a few times before I appreciated the fact that this beautiful child had come, you know, from my wife and I, deciding that we wanted to have this family. But, you know, um, it took me a while to actually get my body healthy because of having broken my back, when I fell out of a tree and crushed it, I also developed asthma and allergies very badly. I never really put it together, but prior to falling out of the tree, I never had asthma and I never had allergies. Wow. And then, of course, it's like triage when you have a broken back. And, of course, it went undiagnosed because it was a compression fracture. Um, they just said I had growing pains and the medical practitioners back then in the sixties didn't really know a lot about the spine. And they would just say, oh, it's growing pains. What have you take this medication? But then when I started to develop, you know, be running out in the fields and I would get asthma and or allergies, it never even occurred to me. But I remember one day my mother going, wow, why are you getting these asthmas and allergies? And they took me to the doctor and I ended up having some kind of medication I could take when it affected me. The weird thing is when I re-injured my back so bad, I had to be carried into a chiropractor after being flat on my back for three weeks. And he took x-rays in my spine. First one to ever take an x-ray. The guy's been in pain for eight years. And you don't think he should take an x-ray after a trauma like that. Yeah. And um, he said, when did you break your back? I've talked about that enough on different shows. But as he started to adjust me, magically, it took me a while to realize I haven't had asthma in a year or two. And I don't get allergies anymore. Yeah. I didn't move. So what happened? The upper back, the nerves that go to my lungs and also up in the cervical area, the neck, those ones that, you know, uh, affect all the nasal um, mucosa, mm-hmm. as well as just helping my own immune system turn on the right blood, uh, white blood cells and various factors of the immune system. 
miasma went away. That's right. And we, we refer to it as the immune system, but we should call it the neuroimmune system because mm-hmm. it, just like everything else, is guided by the brain and our neurology. And when we have a nervous system that's in stress and stuck in that stress response, unable to come into that restful healing state, we're going to have allergies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're seeing that asthma isn't necessarily an, an allergic thing, but a sympathetic stress response, right? Where we have yeah. a, a, a constriction of those bronchioles, right? Mm-hmm. And if we can get the body out of that stress response into the restful healing state by mm-hmm. adjusting spinal misalignments, well, guess what? Good stuff's going to happen. Yeah. And as we're talking about this, I think about people that come in. I'm, I'm going to take a second, though, because we've only got a few minutes left of the show. I just want to uh, really suggest to you that, you know, now's a great time just to get your spine checked, get your body checked. Um, the best way to do that with our office is just take advantage of the $49 special, which does include a, a stem cell treatment. Mm-hmm. See if it helps. And usually we get people out of pain quicker because it pushes the inflammation out of the damaged area, brings in your own stem cells and brings in new nutrients to start healing process. But we can also at that point Depending on what you you want, we can assess whether or not there's other aspects of your health that could be better. Because why would you want to walk around at half mask? Sure. And some, how many times have you been told, like, oh my God, now that I've had chiropractic care, I can never go back to not being under care. Because a lot of us, you know, we got to continue to keep chugging along. We don't realize how the body's supposed to feel, yeah. you know, when when it's working the way it's supposed to. And it's kind of addicting, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, there again, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because there are four concerns we hear from patients usually, which, you know, is it going to hurt? How much is it going to cost? Do I have to keep coming back? And is it scientific? So those are the four main things we hear. So it's going to hurt. No. (laughs) No, sometimes it might be. Sometimes it might be. Yeah, it's like taking a splinter out. It might be, but we're going to do everything to, Find out what you're comfortable with and take, you know, the the path that's going to be right for you. We're not pain relief doctors. That's right. You know, there are chiropractors that specialize in that. And that's great. There's a time and a place for getting out of pain. We would rather you come in the day before you got in pain that's and right. keep your body healthy. But, you know, um, like I was talking to a, a patient today, a new patient. She was talking about, and she was on in years, kind of like me. And she was talking about, well, when I had an adjustment before, they weren't able to get something to move in my low back, you know, and I was paying for them. They adjusted everything, but not not my low back. And I said to her, you know, and honestly, it's like your back wasn't probably ready to move yet. That's right. We could try to move it. Like if I had a rusty hinge, I could try to pry that door open and break the hinges. You know, I would never do that. I would hit it with a little penetrating oil. Tap it with a hammer, stick a blowtorch on it, leave it alone for a while. Eventually that hinge, which is dead, it doesn't even have an innate intelligence that we know about, that hinge is going to start to function. So when we have skilled understanding of how the body heals, which we do here, and we're able to apply that to your body based on your history, um, your injuries, and what we find up on examination and your x-rays, you know, we're going to move you towards the right um, direction, which is up. So we don't want it to hurt. So we're going to take our time. 
but sometimes we'll let you know. This is, you know, this might be a little uncomfortable. You let us know. We're going to do our best not to make that happen. Sure. Well, sometimes we have, with a, an injury like that, we have muscle guarding in the area. We have inflammation. It might be tender, but it's more important to correct the issue. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, it's actually the compensation that is is bothering people, you know, as opposed to the root cause that we're digging for. Yeah. And so as instead of chasing symptoms, like so many doctors of chiropractic have gotten in the, the mode of doing yeah. and why we're associated with the pain relief. If we can dig past the symptoms and ask why mm-hmm. and address the root cause, then there's no longer a need for yeah. the symptoms. Yeah. And so there's that first one. The second one is, do I have to go to it forever? Well, that's up to each individual, you know, but I'm going to keep brushing my teeth. <laughs> exactly. And then um, I, the last one is, are we educated? Absolutely. And it's definitely scientifically based. It has been uh, since the first adjustment in 1895. And we just have stacks and stacks of, of research and literature that's adding up, supporting what we do with the neurologic work and how important the spine is to our whole expression of health. Yeah, and I forget what the third one was, but it was probably important. Oh, cost. Compared to the cost of Western medicine, you know, right now we spent $4.3 trillion on health in 2022. That's trillion with a T. Unbelievable. The cost of chiropractic, we're rated 47th in the world for health. Chiropractic will save so much of your integrity, your happiness, if we catch it soon enough. And we'll let you know whether you did or not. And a huge factor in how well somebody's going to respond or how much care they need, you know, age is a factor, like we've kind of touched on, severity of, of the case, and how long it's been a problem. It just gives another uh, reason for that preventative care. Before we develop an issue, let's address the structure and function of the body. Yeah, and, you know, our office is definitely not for everybody, you know. Um, not everybody uh, qualifies for the care we want to do, and we don't qualify for the service they need because we're not interested in just pain relief, and there's great doctors out there for that. But we are really here seriously trying to improve people's life and keep them going up as long as we can. That's right. That corrective care, address the root cause, let the body work the way it's supposed to. So, Dr. Um, Taylor Pascal and Dr. Duncan McCollum from McCollum Family Chiropractic, Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, tell your friends about our $49 special. I'm sure, you know, people laying around in pain. There's so much that we can do to help them. And uh, we will see you next week. enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.